0: Welcome, everybody, to the Off the Tracks podcast, talking Purdue football. I'm your host, Travis Miller of Boiler Upload. With me, as always, is Corey Sheets, the all-time Purdue Touchdowns leader. How are you doing tonight, Corey? I'm all right, and yourself? I am good. I am good. And subbing in for Jace tonight, fresh off the Reindeer Shuttle from Indianapolis International Airport, because driving to the airport sucks, is Casey Bartley. How are you doing tonight, Casey?
1: You haven't hooked me up with an unlimited pass. I can't just take it back and forth. (laughs) I (laughs) could if if that can get put into uh, our contract, that'd be great. I'll I'll talk to Jim. I'll talk to Jim. See what we can do there. But as always, I did did have to book a a trip for the Big Ten media up in Minnesota. So I've got to go to Chicago because a flight from Indy is seven hundred dollars. Wow, it's four hundred dollars cheaper to go to Chicago,
0: (laughs) and you can save even more by taking reindeer Mm. shuttle to O'Hare as always we thank them as our sponsor and tonight we will be talking about syracuse this weekend's game final non-conference game of the season and this is one as we were talking a little bit in the pre-show there's a little bit of uh revenge i would think on purdue's minds here after the way last year's game ended don't you think Corey?
2: yeah especially with that last few minutes drives and it was chaos with the penalties and (laughs) <laughs> long throw in. Yeah. It
0: was it was crazy. Yeah, I I was actually watching this game my nephew was getting married and the ceremony was just about to start in the last minute and I'm watching the final, you know, minute on my phone and I'm like, well, wow, this is a great way to start the wedding.
2: <laughs> I think I think I remember that. You telling us about that watching the game during the damn ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> it hadn't
0: started yet. I was just I was just the usher and I was making sure people got to their seats. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is uh, we're talking about last year's 32-29 for win for Syracuse over Purdue. Um, Aronde Gatsden, the second, uh, was the game winning got the game winning catch, and he may be out of the game on Saturday. Apparently, he left on about the second play from scrimmage last week against Western Michigan. Came back in a walking boot. And that's a pretty significant loss for them. He had a big game for them last year, two touchdowns, well over 100 yards, a game-winning touchdown. And I don't, do you remember his dad playing in the NFL, Corey? What was his name again? Aronde Gadsden 2. So the son of Aronde Gadsden.
1: No. Are <laughs> you going to choose two? whether you're a junior or a two? Or is That a parent's call, do you have to sign that on the birth certificate? I think
2: you become a two once there's a three. Oh, that makes sense, yeah, because Corey has Corey, she's junior. No, nah, but my okay. uh, one of my closest friends, he's a uh, a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, impressive. So I, I actually had the conversation with him, like, well, yo, how'd that work? And I think that's. <laughs> That's what he told
1: me. (laughs) When does it become Roman
2: numerals?
0: Because his pops was a junior until he became a third. (laughs) I think to be Roman numerals, you have to be a Roosevelt and have been there since 1647. (laughs) (laughs) But But yeah, uh, what we're seeing with Syracuse this year, they have put up a bunch of points. But they haven't played anyone. They outscored Colgate sixty-five to nothing in their season opener, and they played Western Michigan last week. Beat them forty-eight to seven. Western Michigan's only touchdown, seventy-five yard touchdown run, thirty seconds into the game. So, (laughs)
2: if if they're not warmed up and ready to play, then they ain't gonna have it together. (laughs) (laughs) These are two warm-up games. If you ain't got all the kinks worked out by now. The season has failed.
0: So, how do you prepare for this? When obviously there's a lot of film there, and a lot of guys very likely played, but you know that there's a huge talent mismatch because you don't have these scores without that huge talent mismatch.
2: I mean, you don't really. Me personally, I never worried about what the other teams that they were playing, just because I, if I've played them, I know the player, so they they're gonna play their that type of game against me. So it is usually they try to bring their best game against me when I play. So I knew I was getting their the best looks, but if you know the team and you go out there playing hot the way, you know, them, don't worry about who they played this season. That was a tune-up game. Absolutely. Get, get Bo eligible.
1: Mm-hmm. Corey, does it matter three games into the season? If your first two games were against cupcakes as a player,
2: Um, depending on who that third game is against. (laughs) So the first two, not really. (laughs) No, honestly, like, because I forget what year it was, but our first two games, we played two pushovers. And then our third Mm -hmm. game, we played, I want to say it was like Notre Dame or something like that. Probably Notre Dame. Yeah.
0: Most likely. Yeah. And just
2: professionally speaking, like we weren't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Because you hadn't been punched in the mouth yet.
2: Yeah. like it, it wasn't like most of the starters was out by the third quarter, those first two games. Right. And then we had to go play ball to the wall that next week. So I, I might have been ready, but as far as a team, and I've seen the team be ready, we weren't ready.
1: That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Game condition is
2: different than yeah, it's, workout and it's, practice condition. The speed is The speed is a little bit different you're thinking a lot more, your breath, the way you're controlling your breathing is different. So there's
0: a lot lot of little factors. It seems like Purdue could have a small advantage this week because they've had a couple of competitive games to start here. Whereas, I mean, Syracuse has pretty easily been on cruise control uh, by halftime in these games. They were up uh, 45-7 to at halftime on Western Michigan. I got to assume they were up something similar on Colgate. I mean...
1: Not a powerhouse.
0: <laughs> Wait, when he told me who they
2: played last week, I was like, the toothpaste? <laughs> <Hat>. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, I think Purdue does have the edge just because they're, they've they been playing. And you hear people say, oh, he's in mid-season form. You get that because you've been playing and you've had to go through some adversity. Syracuse having not gone through no adversity, so... What, they, what what's gonna happen when they do stumble or fumble, get an interception at a crucial point? How are they gonna react? They don't know. We know.
0: Yeah, they they only trailed for it looks like they trailed for about half the first quarter last week because they had to uh they had to punt, they they got a field goal, then they had to punt it back before they were able to take a 10-7 lead. So uh like you said, you know, really haven't been punched in the mouth except for that one run and you hit a big run like that that can just be a missed assignment right, right. Missed assignment <laughs> that
2: the offense had the perfect play for the for the wrong defense it could be a, a budget thing you could be in zero coverage and they call up the middle run and you split the damn defense and ain't, no, ain't no safety back there so <laughs> if you gotta,
0: I, I know you did that against oregon uh that that one year you busted that against oregon took it what, 75, 80 yards on the second play? Yeah, that was 80, and that was up the sideline. That went up the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me,
1: sir. Is it scarier when it's up the middle? Honestly. Coming from both sides.
2: Honestly, I, I had a, a couple of touchdowns when I played in a, the CFL, the Canadian Football League, mm-hmm. and it, it was just one team, the Toronto Argonauts, they always played zero coverage. So whenever we Ooh. played them, I just looked at my chops because I always Ooh. knew <laughs> – I'm going to get an up-the-middle play, and y'all going to be in a blitz, and we're going to catch y'all sleeping. It's going to be
1: Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> so when you've got 30 yards left and you're behind everyone, are you watching yourself on the scoreboard?
2: Yes. <laughs> a, I forget which game it was, but it was a home game, and you can see me like looking on the screen. Like If you look at the screen, you can see me looking up at the screen
0: <laughs> as I'm running up the field. Uh, yeah, you don't want to get caught from behind. That's just, you know, you just look and make sure nobody's coming up. behind.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I said, no, no, get caught from behind. No, no, you, <laughs> regardless of what happens in the game, you're going to get talked about for about at least two, three weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the quarterback that Purdue's got to prepare for is uh, Garrett Schrader. He had was 13-29 last year. Purdue held him in check uh, through the air, only 181 yards. He did have three touchdowns. He got a lot done on the ground though, Uh, 83 yards rushing. So he is a versatile quarterback and he has been a starter for a while for them. I believe this is his third year as a starter and it's got to help. It's got to help knowing that you're facing the same guy as last year. You kind of were able to pick up some of those tendencies. Didn't you say you were looking at uh, some tape of him earlier today, Casey?
1: Yeah, he's, I mean, he's definitely talented. He's a big quarterback. He can run and throw. He does have a tendency to lock on to where he wants to throw. It's hard to tell in the first two games is that because he knows his guys are open, um, and they will be. But he also has a bunch of guys that are – his top four receivers are all big guys. Um, Amari Hatcher, 6'3", 183. Isaiah Jones is 6'4", 200. Um, third receiver Donovan Brown, 6'1". when Rondae was out there, six five. Yeah. So he's definitely a guy that will put it up there for his guys, so it'll be interesting to see how Purdue handles that, especially when Purdue's been beat consistently deep in coverage, especially against Fresno State. So it worries me a bit that Purdue is going up against a guy who can create a little extra time in the pocket and is willing to get the ball downfield and give his guys a chance.
0: Right, because that's exactly what Keen did for Fresno State. He he did his best work rolling outside that pocket, and if anything, I think that uh, Schrader is a bit more of a chance to run out of that than Keen was, because I don't think Keen he may not even had of rushing yards in that game. So,
1: yeah, if I think Purdue's defense is going to be an issue all year, and the one counter and what Kyle's talked about all week is it's a small defensive line that Purdue is going up against. They need to control the clock again. Mockby needs to see the ball. Tracy needs to see the ball and the playmakers for Purdue have to really control the clock and keep good drives going.
0: Exactly. Cause the, that was the biggest difference I think between game one and game two, game one, Fresno had the ball 13 more minutes than Purdue and that really showed with the defensive line wearing down in the second half. Last week, Purdue had the ball 17 minutes more than Virginia Tech. And that was nice, honestly. Actually, 16 minutes. It was 38-01 to 21-59. And uh, I also liked how Purdue was able to control the clock last week with the running game. Don't, don't you agree, Corey? Yes, yeah, so that was beautiful
2: to see, to be honest with you. Man. I always say they can't score, score depending on your defense if they don't have the ball. So seeing a 16, 17 minute stretches is, is, is
0: phenomenal. Absolutely. And then especially, you know, Maccabee hit on that big run to get the clinching first down drive before that. Uh, he had, you know, a couple of hard runs that got another first down, set things up. And I know you were very impressed with Tyrone Tracy, weren't you? Who
1: you talking to? Yeah. you. Gordon. Oh yeah. Yeah. They were, I don't have I don't have much, I, I don't have much uh, pedigree when it comes to running. <laughs> oh no! I thought he
2: was just asking because you might have just no have the first time you watching him or something. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he came out of nowhere. To be honest with you, that that switch he made is this might get him to the league.
1: <laughs> you see that kind of burst
2: from me. It was it was surprising to see we have two backs out of the backfield that can
1: hit it. How much does consistently running the ball just help you as a running back and a running offense? Get, like it really seemed like Mockby was able to get a rhythm last week. You get comfortable.
2: And that's one thing I feel like Purdue backs never get able to do is get comfortable during the game. You got to either hit the big play or not at all because you might not get the ball again. <laughs> so getting getting a healthy, healthy touches helps you get it into a rhythm helps you pick out the weak links in the defense. You can find somebody that didn't want to really come play the game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you,
2: you can find that guy that, that let the – the how long was the delay? Four hours, five hours? Six, six, hours. six hours. That's six hours. You yeah. can find that guy that's, that let that six-hour delay get to him and pick him out when you get in the ball a few times because you, somebody you done got tackled in. When he gets up, he's like, Oh shit! Sure. But I'm, sorry.
0: I'm, I'm tired. Of <laughs> I can fix that. You can hear, you can
2: hear it in their speech, and, and when when they go to tackle you on the, on the run, you can, like he don't want to tackle, so I'm gonna run directly at him, make him work today. Or he might come come go low, so I'm going to stiff arm him real quick. You get to devise plans against the players you're going against, opposed to when you're getting ball ten times, you only you might get ball a couple of times a quarter. So it's,
0: it's good, to see. right? And I'm looking at last year's game, and I see what you mean by trying to get that run going and establishing it with Maccabee and Tracy, because it can make a big difference. Purdue ran 21 times last year and threw 56 times in that game. Now, O'Connell threw for 424 yards, but, I mean, they were so one-dimensional in that game. Maccabee only had seven carries, but this is really before he kind of broke out. So I could see where that would be a huge difference in this game to uh, change things up.
2: Yeah, I agree. So I feel like, I feel like we if we control the clock, just being a running back period. If you control the clock, you control the game. Keep the office. Keep their office off the field. They can't score.
0: And you know, I don't think we can say a whole lot about their defense right now just because the stats are so skewed. Uh, I think they held Colgate to roughly a hundred yards and then they held Western Michigan to, you know, Western Michigan had about 300 yards. But when you get 75 on second play
1: of the game, <laughs> that is not, they were not a good offense.
0: No. Nah. So what do we want to see out of Purdue's offense? Casey, you know, you're kind of catching up. This is going to be your first game. You're going to be at since you were out of That's the true. country the last couple of weeks. What do you want to see this week?
1: I I think it's a lot. What we've touched on just, continuous, you know, take advantage of the size of Gus Hartwick gets back. That's huge. You can move Kaltenberger over to guard. That should improve inside creating those gaps, especially against smaller defensive tackles. I want to see space. I want to see Purdue get ahead of the chains. I think Hudson Card has looked really good. Um, But I still am concerned about the passing offense when it comes to offensive line. Um, He's done a good job getting away from mistakes at this point. But I think with a running game that works, you can start to really take advantage of Card's big arm, and you know, late night under the lights at Aid. it's a good time to just control the ball, hit a couple big plays, and get some momentum on your side. I think, I think the fans and the energy will be you know saved by the win last week. Yeah, yeah. there's a chance that they come in O two and all of a sudden you know dark cloud. But I think everyone's recognized Fresno State was a good football team. Um probably the best out of the first three that Purdue's going to play from what I've seen, but definitely just they need to do enough on offense early to not let Syracuse get in a rhythm offensively. I agree. And
0: how much does cards running element help out the running game there? uh, Corey, especially since he's a lot more mobile than Aiden (laughs) O'Connell. I mean, now that we
2: have three threats in the backfield, it, it opens up the offense a lot. You can, start putting in the triple option you can start putting in the, the run pass option and it just it just gives you the playbook a
0: whole few more pages you know what i mean absolutely and what kind of what do we want to see this week from the defense how do you think they're going to change things up Because. I thought it was really impressive that they gave up only 11 yards on the ground last week and Virginia tech was underwater. They were at minus two rushing yards until their quarterback got loose for a late 13 yard scramble in the last minute and a half. I mean, I don't think you can ask for much more uh, from the defense really, than that in the running game. Don't you agree, Corey? Yeah, I agree completely.
2: Plus I feel like when you make a, a team one dimensional, it makes it easier for the corners. You know this guy's going deep all the time because they got to score. So your your route selection becomes minimized because you don't got to defend seven different routes; you only got to defend three.
1: Yeah,
0: and that is that's going to be big. I, I think uh, I do you think that the pass defense was at least a little better last week. Did you think that, Casey?
1: It couldn't have been worse than Fresno State. So, like, this is true. Yeah, it was better. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, I think they're gonna get better. Obviously, they haven't played together a whole bunch. Thiemann's a true freshman. Um, two interceptions in two games, but I, big plays are there because he's really fast and has good instincts. But you know, it just takes one slip up, and that's what worries me going against Syracuse against Schrader, who's so good at keeping the play alive. It's pretty. We'll need to get to him and they'll need to get to him early because once you start asking quarterbacks, quarterbacks to uh, defend for five, six, seven seconds, you're getting to the territory where you're just not going to win, and Schrader has the arm and ability to get the ball to him, so really keeping them you know, in places where we can keep a safety back and not let them get behind us will be big for Purdue.
0: Yeah, and I think that's where Nick Scorton... I'm. I was very impressed with him last week. He had three and a half tackles for loss. He had a sack, and he's starting to be a menace up front. I know Kyle is all about him. Well, yeah. Just what did you see from Scorton last week, Corey? Uh, just the problems that he was causing on defense because he was a major factor. I mean, he was in the in the backfield every few, every couple of
2: plays. It seemed like. <laughs> and, It just takes one or two more steps, and you got a sack for a loss or a fumble for a loss, and
0: boom, it's it's a whole different game. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that made Karloftis very underrated when he was at Purdue. I mean, obviously, he was a first-round pick, so— How
1: much more rating do you want? I was just about to say, like, Damn. I mean, he, he got paid. <laughs> he got all American. Like he's happy. He's got a Super Bowl. He played as a <laughs> yeah. rookie. He's good.
2: Well, I, he had I, his worst
0: season in the first round. Like, damn. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying is like he didn't put up the huge, huge numbers, but he didn't put up the huge numbers because he constantly had the attention of two or three guys on him. And when you've got somebody who can do that, I'm not saying Scorton's gonna do that but you have to bring that other dude over to keep an eye on him. Suddenly you're defending, you know, you got 10 guys to defend nine, or in Karloftis' case, 10 guys to defend eight, because he drew that much attention. And I think that that can be a way to help out the Purdue pass defense. Don't you agree, Casey?
1: Yeah, I mean, blue chip guys make a big difference. And Purdue hasn't had a whole bunch on the defensive end the last few years. Karloftis is one of the few. I think Thieneman has a chance, but like this season, it is Scorton who is the guy that can make big plays, create a bunch of just anytime you get into second and 12s, third and, you know, 10s, that's when your defense is going to be good. All of a sudden, you're not having to, you know, stop a bunch of third and fours or, you know, get burnt trying to go on an under route to get out of a series. So early down, getting tackles for a loss, holding the run game, like Corey said, make them one dimensional. That is going to help a defense that needs as much help as possible. Yeah. And the
0: last thing we probably should talk about special teams, uh, Syracuse has a new kicker this year. They had a guy by the name of Andre Smith the last few years who had actually won the Lou Groza award, but their new kicker has not missed a kick. He is 19 of 19 uh, or 14 of 14 on extra points, three of three on field goals. And I think that can be a big difference because I know Ben Freehill is in his first season as a place kicker, small sample size, only one of three on field goals. And when you've got a close game like this, mm, that can make things a little nervous-making uh, late, especially with a guy that just does not have a lot of experience. Right, Corey?
2: I mean, you really think the kicker is going to make a difference in the game? I "I have some kickers, you looked at my face while you were talking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We got to break down
2: kickers. (laughs) It was like, man, I don't don't got no expertise right there. (laughs) You either mad at them or you love them.
0: (laughs) That's the thing is like, unless you're uh, a dialed in media guy like me. Nobody knows who the long snapper is till he snaps it over the punter's head. Then everybody knows who he is. Nobody wants to know who the long it's snapper the,
2: is. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the the fourth round linebacker. I mean the fourth string linebacker <laughs> that could, that's run fast. He's gonna get down there and
1: cover. No. <laughs> it, they're recruiting for long snappers. Man. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's yeah. a big thing. If you, if you get down there and cover that ball, yeah. Man. Do you sometimes wish you would have just worked on that, Corey, and you wouldn't have gotten tackled so much? No,
2: I just wish I had, had at least one good Achilles, in it, and then I'd be rich. At you. <laughs> <laughs> all, I needed, all I needed was one. <laughs> <laughs> all you needed was one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers could use one right hey, now. Hey, man, when I seen that, I was like, man, I, I feel <laughs> your pain, my brother. But I believe it, man. I believe it. That does not look comfortable. <laughs> he got his checks already, so I ain't too too – <laughs> he's fine. He's got his checks in his Super Bowl rings. I ain't he, yeah. too upset with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we can start wrapping things up here. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on Syracuse? And what's your prediction, Corey?
2: I mean, you know, Purdue all the way. We control the ground game. Honestly, I'm, I'm looking for a stud wide receiver. I feel like we don't have a, a stud wide receiver yet. We, we got to... One of the guys that are flashing here and there, but yeah, I'm looking for a stud wide receiver to emerge.
0: Yeah, Deion Burks, he had that great game against Fresno, only one catch last week. But it's it's nice to have him there because he's kind of that home run threat. Um, he's not quite in the Rondale more. Hey, maybe if we get the ball to Rondale, he'll do something. But he's the type of guy you get him the ball with a step. He's going to make a big play, so I, I like what you think and having somebody show up like that. What's your final thoughts, Casey?
1: I, I think it's going to be decided pretty early if Purdue can get a couple stops in the first quarter. Um, I think they can wear down Syracuse. Uh, Schrader's got the big plays, but I think this team, what we're going to find out, is a lot better. I, this is most teams, but they really need a lead. I think Card makes just enough plays and hasn't made the mistakes that if he can get an offense that is rolling the chains consistently, that gives the defense just enough enough of a breather to make one or two plays.
0: Yeah. And last year's game was slow going. It was 10-9 entering the fourth quarter, and the final was 32-29. So (laughs) the team's combined for 42 points in the fourth quarter. (laughs) That was a wild quarter. Uh, but yeah, that is what we've got for this one. We will look forward to talking to you after Saturday night's game, seven thirty on NBC. It is big Saturday. Wait, they're are you big playing Saturday NBC? Night, right?
1: Yeah. Why, why are they on NBC?
0: Syracuse? Because you no, know, ah, it's your TV deal. Oh, for real? That's so weird. Yeah, it's it's on NBC. Like going to be on the TV, Peacock. On, yeah, that too. So why am I paying for Fubo? because you're going to need them for when they're on like fox sports one and i don't know peacock yeah if they got a game on peacock i think you have to buy Peacock. i got peacock i I watched that twisted metal series (laughs) that's pretty good but that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking during basketball season man it's like how many Services I gotta to get to watch this team. Hey, it
1: was so nice not having to watch. If it If you
0: think about it, I you bet
2: get, you buy you buy all the apps and download all that stuff. It equals a cable cable bill.
1: <laughs> Corey, Corey, you just became thirty years older with
2: that statement. Hey, <laughs> like I got rid of my I got rid of cable
0: <laughs> ten years ago.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right. That is all we've got for Purdue at Syracuse or Syracuse at Purdue on Saturday night. So we thank you for listening. We also thank Rainier Shuttle for sponsoring us. We thank Homefield Apparel for being a sponsor for us. Go to Homefield Apparel, buy a lot of stuff, use code Boiler Upload, and we get a good percentage of that. We appreciate it. And with that in mind, for Corey, for Casey, I am Travis Miller and Boiler Up.
2: BTFU. Hmm.